Okay, good morning everybody. We are in part two of using baby wipes on Shabbos. Just a quick recap of what we touched upon last week and where we left off. We explained there are two types of schita. There's schita tolva of malabain, when you're squeezing out water from a begid in order to clean out the begid. And there's schita tolva of dash, which we call mafarik where you're squeezing out or procuring liquid from the solid in order to utilize the liquid. That's the classic case on a Torah level would be squeezing olives and grapes to utilize the shemen or the yayin. That's chita tolda of, of dash. Now regarding the question of squeezing grape juice or something like that out of a begid, that was a machlokus rishonim as to whether or not that's only a question of schita as a form of libun, or potentially also a question of schita as a form of mefarik. The Ramban was of the opinion that schita told of dash, mefarik is only when you're extracting the liquid from a solid, and that solid was its source of growth. But if you have grape juice or any other beverage that's absorbed inside of a tablecloth or a, a napkin or a towel, and you squeeze it out, even to drink it, that would not be dosh. That was the sheet of the Ramban. However, we saw that the Shulchan Aruch does not seem to pass in this way. He goes like the other Rishonim, the, the Rabbeinu Tam, the Rashba, and the Ramban, who are, uh, the, the Ran, rather, who are of the opinion that even squeezing out liquid from a Begid could be schita tolda of dosh, and could be even an Isr de Raisa. Machlokis that we had between the Benetam and the Ran was when that liquid is holich le'ibud. So the case we saw in the Shulchan Aruch is you're stuffing the barrel with wine and as you're, you're, you're trying to insert the, uh, the shmata, some of the absorbed yayin is being squeezed out, but it's falling onto the ground. That's holich le'ibud. So the Benetam held, that's not usr even midir banim. Right, that's so removed from a classic case of dash, that would be mutu legamre. And the rishita was that it should still be asr midirabanan. That when you have schita, where it's holichli, but so it's not asr midiraisa, you're not trapping it, you're not taking it for, for your own use to consume it, so it's not midiraisa, but it should still be asr midirabanan. So that was the machlokas there been a tam and the rishita. We jumped into the tshuva of Ramosha, and this is the, the famous tshuva on the subject, which is a very difficult tshuva. He speaks about wetting a paper towel and then using it to clean off a surface of a table or something like that. And he starts off by telling us that there's no issue whatsoever of schita told of malabain, because even though you might be squeezing some of the water out of the paper towel while cleaning off the surface, you're making the paper towel dirty. You're not cleaning it. Ubefrat, and for sure, in a case like something that's disposable, you're throwing it in the garbage afterwards, that's for sure not schita tolda malabed. The issue would be, do we say that potentially it's schita tolda of dash? Because as you're utilizing this wet paper towel and you're trying to, uh, to wipe off the surface of the table, so by definition, some of the, the water that's absorbed in the material is going to come out. That's schita. 
And you could argue that's considered mefarik because although I'm not catching that water in a clea and drinking it, but I'm definitely utilizing it. So that was the question that Ramosha was addressing in this chuva. So it's a good question, but it sounds like holically, but is not really needed for this, uh, for the hetter. Because he says, even if it's a regular towel, as long as while you're cleaning with it, you're getting it dirty. So the squeezing that's happening, Bishas Mice is definitely not a form of libun. And that's why his only issue that he's addressing is maybe it's chita told of dosh. So the basic approach of Ramosha is Ramayasa, the water is holichl ibud. Ah, you're using it, but clearly he holds. That's still considered holichl ibud because you're not procuring it. Now, even that, he says it's true, although the Rabbinatam would say that's mutter legamre, the Ri would tell us that's still asumidir abonin. Schita told of dash, even when it's holichl ibud, it's still going to be asumidir abonin. He says, though, it's misdaver, it's reasonable to assume that when it comes to a paper towel, it's not even considered schita because the water is not really absorbed in the paper towel. It doesn't explain the metzius of that, but that's what he says. Then he says, okay, maybe that's true. So maybe now we have two factors, that it's not really absorbed, it's more trapped between the fibers, and it's holichli, but nonetheless, even if you're squeezing out of something that's non-absorbent, like squeezing from hair, that still should be asumidir uponin. Mikol makom kiven de'enu betelcha kli, vegamein derech lischod mayim miniar klal. He says, Lamaisa, it's not the derech to squeeze out water from the paper towel. Not to procure the water or to clean the paper towel. And you're not being mechavein for the squeezing as you're wiping off the surface. You could be mekol, he says, based on the same two reasons that were given in the Shochan Aruch and Shenchaf, Sef Yud Ches. Namely, that it's a psikresha delon nichale, the water that may be coming out is a psikresha de lo And he would say, potentially, that's a psikresha de lo and a malacha de rabbanan, because according to Ramosha, for some reason, he doesn't believe the water's really absorbed in the paper towel. But that's one heter. Now, generally, we pass in like Tosfos, that psikresha de lo is still asumidir rabbanan. But when you throw in the other factor, that it's holich ibud, because he felt, although you're using the water, that's not considered really procuring it. So those two factors together, like we saw in the Shulchan Aruch, should also apply to a paper towel. And hence he comes out saying that it would be mutter to wipe off the table with a moist paper towel. So the truth is he's combining more than two things, right? And it's a complicated shuva because First of all, he doesn't really explain 
some of the steps that he's sharing with us. Right? He has one line that it's mistaver that the paper towel doesn't really absorb the liquid. Okay? Doesn't really explain how we know that. Um, but Lemaisa, that's what he says. And then he's throwing in the fact that, that you have these two svaras that were mentioned in Sif Yud Ches, namely Psikresha de Nichale, even if it is squeezing it, and the fact that it's Holech Liyibud. Now Lemaisa, we saw the Orchoy Shabbos, who quotes this Tshuva of Ramoshan, he has three very strong questions. The first question was, how do you know that when you're squeezing water to utilize it, that's considered Holech Liyibud? Maybe that's a classic case in Mefarik. That's Chita told of Dash. I'm squeezing out this liquid um, for a real constructive purpose. Okay, Shkoyach, I'm not capturing it inside of a cup. But maybe that's still considered Chita told of Dash. To that we answered back, maybe, maybe not. We have to see what the sources say and what the other poskim assume. His second question was that, Lemaisa, even if you're not in Mechavein to squeeze it, it is a psik reisha de nichale. How could Ramosha assume that it's a psik reisha de lo nichale? So to that we were suggesting that it really depends. Because if the paper towel is moist enough that on the surface you have as much as you need to clean, if it's the baby or the table or whatever else, so then even if a little bit gets squeezed out from the, the towel, the chora that's uh, what we call Lo where it doesn't really help me, it's not required, it's not needed, and that would be a psikresha de la nichale. Maybe that's where emotion was coming from. And the third point that he raises, asking on Ramosha was, how can you tell me that potentially it's not even a psikresha? Lamaisa, anyone who sees a little um, a baby wipe, and you actually utilize it, you'll see that there is some water being squeezed out. So to that we said, this is really a question we had on Rashi. When Rashi says, the case of the svog, you're allowed to use a sponge with a handle because it's not a psikresha. Right? So the Ribbid's question was, come on. Okay, shkoyach, it has a handle. Uh, but if you're using it to clean off any surface, some water is going to come out. So, however we answer for Rashi, that likely could be the same answer for Rav Moshe. But definitely far from Pashat. That's where we left off. The Orcha Shabbos continues. Now we'll get to more of the contemporary poskim here. Orcha Shabbos is Rav Rubin. Very Choshev Rav. He's the Rav of the Shul in Harnof. The Shul in you know, 2014 had a terrible uh, massacre. He's on the basin of uh, Rav Osner. So very Choshev Rav and Posik. So he says like this. When we asked this question to Rav Shlomo Zalman Arabach, he pointed out to us what was quoted in his name in the Sefer Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa. This is the bottom of page three. Shekosav Lodun Bahayin Yona. And this is what it says there. Ach Efshir Lodun Shegam Im Sochet. He says, potentially you could argue that if you're squeezing or you're just wiping a child, you're cleaning him off, potentially, since all of that liquid is 
bilvad. Only thing that's left on the child is the, the aroma of it. Shein mamish, but you don't really have water there. So after the ein zedom so this sounds very much like what Ramosha was saying. Right? Maybe that's not at all similar to Mefarik. You don't have a liquid left over. You have a few tiny droplets and you have a scent. And that's it. So although he starts off giving the same svara as Ramosha as to why there's room to be mekel, he concludes... By saying, uh, I'm not sure though, because maybe it's similar to taking a cotton ball that was soaked in water or alcohol, where I wrote in a different place, explains the Shlomo Zalman, that that would be a problem of mafarik. So it sounds like in this very question of when you're, something is being squeezed out of a material and you're not catching it, you're not utilizing it afterwards, but it's just being used for a particular purpose right there and then, is that considered mefarik? Ramosha said, no, that's holich li'ibud, and therefore, in conjunction with other svaras, potentially you could be mekel. Roshlomo Zalman starts off saying like Ramosha, but he concludes lahachmir, that he's not convinced of that svara. Right? So it's not so clear from this particular quote, halacha um, lemaisa, what Roshlomo Zalman held, we're going to see more momentarily. So Question? It seems, it seems like you have to have There's some critical point where like, this is an amount of liquid and this is just something negligible. Does anyone, like, yes. is there any kind of primary source that says that the, the case? It just sort of seems like everyone is dancing around this assumption, but I don't know. We haven't seen anything that says... Okay, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Now, I did actually some research. I forgot to mention, Lisa was asking last week, is there any, any angle to be mako when it comes to the baby wipe that the liquid that's being squeezed out is not really for consumption? You can't drink it, even though it is 99% water, but it's not drinkable. I saw from the Chut Shani, that's from Nisan Karelitz, that he brings rayas that it makes no difference. Even if the liquid coming out is not for human consumption, it could still very well be a problem of dash. So it sounds like that particular hetter might not be too helpful in this shaila. Are you comparing the Ramesh's Diyar to the baby wife? Or you would say it's not So I didn't compare it explicitly. All Ramesh is talking about is a paper. Now what kind of paper is he referring to? So Pashib shot a paper towel, right? Brown paper towel. He's not talking about this kind of paper. Normal people don't use this paper to wipe up tables. Is Lachara referring to a paper towel? So we'll have to see. Can you say who I did, that whatever he says by a paper towel applies to a baby wipe? Is there more of a reason to be machmer or more of a reason to be mekel? We'll have to see. A whole different animal, yes. <laughs> So I think like Elise is pointing out, when it comes to a cotton ball, if, if you really soak that in water or, or alcohol, likely that's much more absorbent than a piece of paper. 
And, and whatever exactly Ramosha meant when he said that a paper towel does not absorb the liquid, right, it's very likely he would not say that regarding a cotton ball. The brown paper towels, the, the, the cheaper ones. Oh. Okay. So we'll have to see what he was referring to. And, and this happens to, this is a major question you find, you know, there are Svarim and Postkim and stories about this particular chuva. So it's hard to build something directly from this chuva. Because what kind of paper towel was he referring to? What kind of wiping was he referring to? You know, it's a, a big discussion, a lot of Torah Shabal pet here. So. But let's jump to the Tzitzeliezer. We have an interesting conversation between uh, Rev Waldenberg and Shlomo Zalman Arabach. Rev Waldenberg had a tshuva, it sounds like in a previous volume, where he was discussing using a, a cotton ball with alcohol to wipe off the skin before giving an injection. So he came out, Lakula, that it's mutter to do so, you're wiping gently, and uh, that's not a problem he felt of Malabain or of Dash. Shlomo Zalman wrote to him that Lamaisa, he was not sure that he would agree, because Lachora, if you're squeezing out the alcohol from the, the cotton ball, you're doing so for the, the purpose of extraction, and that's Lachora, Schita Toldav Dash. Let's see what he says here in source number five. Dein Lachish Bezel Isser Schita Bios Shazork in Chatichas Ha Semregefim Lashba. Just like Ramosha, you're throwing it away. There's no issue of, of Malabin. And he also said that's considered Holech Libud. Although you're utilizing it, that's not considered trapping it and, and procuring it. That's viewed as Holech Libud. Now. However, you brought to my attention, this is the Tzitzli Ezer speaking to Shlomo Zalman Arabach, Why does it help that you're throwing it away afterwards? Initially, when you're doing the schita, you're doing so to clean that place on the person's skin. So, of course, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman agrees there's no problem of schita told malabin, but his question on the tzitzit Ezer was, that should for sure be schita told abdash. That's not holich libud. So it's a little confusing because Rabbi Shlomo Zalman himself, we just saw quoted from the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, he was grappling with this. He wasn't convinced if when you're using the, the moisture that's uh, absorbed, is that holich libud or not? But that was the question that he posed to the Sitzeliezer. He responds back to Vishlomo Zalman, Velo oven, I, I don't understand the problem. I explained in my previous tshuva that when you're just getting some of the alcohol onto the skin for the purpose of cleaning that place, Maspik 
All you need is a little bit of that alcohol to clean the surface, and there's no requirement of squeezing out the cotton ball. V'nikui hamakom alma shall tipas haretivos alpanov. And the way you do it is, you just take the moisture that's already on the uh, the tzemer gefen, and you wipe gently. Now it's true, you're going to get a little bit of that moisture out that was absorbed. There's no way to, to make sure none of the absorbed alcohol comes out as well. Nonetheless, he says, that's not a problem of schita. That's why I said, right, that was my, my perception, that it's holich li'ibud. And when I concluded my halacha over there, I added, I brought Igros Moshe as a siyua, as a raya to my position. So what is he saying? Right, all you have to do is wipe it gently on the skin, and then you're accomplishing your purpose of getting it ready for the injection. You're cleaning off the surface. Now it's true, a little bit of that, that alcohol that's absorbed will come out, but that's considered holich liba. It's mashima from the tzitzeliezer that if a lot is coming out, and that's part of the intention of rubbing this material on your skin, so then maybe that wouldn't be called holich libud, which is subtle. Because either way, it's not, it's not going anywhere. It is holich libud in reality. But it sounds like conceptually, if I'm not intending to bring out those little droplets, I don't care about those droplets, there's enough on the surface of the cotton ball to serve my purpose, LMI, a little bit is getting squeezed out, that's considered holech libut. If a lot's getting squeezed out, and I'm, I'm machaving for that, then that might not be considered holech libut. But even if a little thing squeezed out, I'm machaving. Why, why are you saying a lot? Well, so how do you understand what he's saying? He, what I understood was that he's saying that you don't need that at all. You only need the, you only need the, the amount that's... that's it's on the surface of the... Exactly. If you were to need that amount, even a tiny amount, then you would have considered that Right, because once you need that, then pshat is that part of your intention in this maisa is to try to extract the alcohol that's absorbed. Mamela, that's not considered holich libra. And that could be much more severe. If it's not holich libra, that might actually be a violation of a dear isa. Okay, okay, I'm sure. We'll have to see what kind of applications we can make. Let's just jump to Oslam and Hay, where he concludes this tshuva. He says, However, just be very careful. Don't squeeze from the cotton ball back into the, the soapy water or back into the alcohol. Come move on. Because then obviously you're machaving the schita, and that would be a classic case of dosh. Mamish. 
If it's possible, of course, it would be better to use something that has a real handle. And that would be mamish the case of Sifiyotes. Or with some kind of material that's non-absorbent. That would be better. But if you don't have that available to wipe it softly, that would not be a problem. So the application to a baby wipe from this tshuva is not, not so poshit. One could argue, though, that if you have enough moisture on the baby wipe, on the surface of the baby wipe, and there's no need to squeeze hard. I have things falling down all around me. <laughs> so potentially, he would say, that would be uh, permissible. Okay, potentially. It does make it very dangerous, though. You're playing with fire. Or you're playing with water, I guess, right? It's not quoted in, in, in the chuvas here. But regarding the, uh, an earlier source that speaks about what's considered holich li'ibud, because this is really what it comes down to. So there's a Gemara in Shabbos and Nachnudim And the question that was posed was, Bo is one allowed to smash olives on Shabbos? Why would you do that? Well, you're 16 years old, Shabbos afternoon, right? What else are you going to do? Right? Let's smash some olives. What's that? That's how you squeeze it. You crush it. You crush it, but for what purpose? Obviously, if you're crushing it to get the Shem in, that's a valid. It's a deraisa. So what exactly is the question of the Gemara? The Gemara goes on to have a discussion that, one second, forget about Shabbos, even if it was on a, a Wednesday afternoon, how would you be allowed to, to go and, and be mafsid ochel? You can't destroy food. Ayin shom vaduk. But what's the basic shaila regarding Shabbos? So Rashi says, this is the Ridva number seven quotes Rashi, mirusan. The Shaila was they would try to smash the olives to get rid of some of the bitterness before eating them. That's how Rashi learns the Gemara. So Tosos has the Kasha and Rashi, one second. How in the world will the Gemara come back and ask, that's mafsid ochel? You're wasting food. You're not wasting food. If the initial question was, am I allowed to smash them in order to make them better, that's being misakin ochel. So Tosus is not a fan of Rashi's Pshat. Therefore, explains the Ri. The Ri has a different understanding of this Gemara. Why in the world would you be smashing olives? This is before they had apple cider vinegar, right? The cure to everything. Right? But you would take Zesim and you would smash them and you would rub them on your face and your hands it was great for acne. It was, it was a cure-all. Umi. And, and exactly, getting off the hair. Mambish, there were so many benefits to... the oil. Exactly. The oil coming out of the olive. Okay. So, if that's Pshat in the Gemara, we want to know about Liftzoa Zesim. Why do we get into Mafsit Ochel? Isn't there a much more fundamental issue that this is Schita de Raisa? You can't squeeze and utilize... Olive oil, so it explains the Ritva, Avomishum Schita Leka. There's no question, there's no discussion here of Schita. Kevin She'eno Tzarech Lemeimehen Veholech Le'ibo. You don't 
need the shemen and it's holich le'ibud. You don't need the shemen, it's holich le'ibud. Pashib Shad and what the Ri is saying is that the shemen is somehow, it's helpful. So of course you need the shemen. So one could potentially bring a raya from this Rava, and some of the more contemporary sources do bring this, that if you're not procuring the olive oil into a cup to use it in some capacity, right, to mix it into your salad dressing, that's not considered dosh. That's holich le'ibud. So it sounds like as long as you're not capturing the shemen, you're not gathering it together for a different purpose, either consumption, right? Or I'm going to take this whole cup of olive oil that I just squeezed from the olives and I'm going to use it for something else. But at least in the meantime, there was a schita process that took place where I procured the shemen. Sounds like they were it, during the crushing process. Yes. As they're crushing it, the shemen's coming out. Oh, so that's the sixty-four thousand dollar question. And that, so therefore, he doesn't care about the oil, and the oil is not the The shimushes of the the dime in the uh, so you want to argue that there's no rife in the Ridva because we all know, right, that the oil is worthless for the Hasara Ser and other things. It's, it's the, the, the properties of the olives. Okay. am Shom Vaduk. But this is definitely a potential earlier source that's quoted in this Shaila. But you see from the postgame, it's not at all Pashid. What's considered Holech Libud? Let's jump to the hard as our time is running out here. Rabbi Pesach Frank has a tshuva of Kinoach B'Shabbos B'Niyar Rotuv, wiping things down with a wet paper towel. Uh, let's jump towards the end of the tshuva. Again, he agrees that Malabit is not an issue. The main shayla is dosh. Second to last paragraph. Masha'yesh Im yesh l'eser kan mishub mefarik, which is dash. Sharei atam b'chol sochet begid min ha-mayim she'en bo mishub mefarik hum mishub she'amayim ha-nischatim holchem li'ibud. Ma she'en kein benidum didon. In contrast to our case, where you're using a wet paper towel, harei tzarech l'ha-nischat, k'day l'kaneach bo yoser tov. Shehulach yoser. You want the extracted water because it's helpful in the cleaning process. So perhaps that's not considered holich li'ibud because you want it and you're using it. But he sounds very similar to the tzitzeliezer that it's not just the reality of some of the water coming out. It's what do you want? What are you trying to do? Am I mechavein for the schita to, to draw out that water because it's helpful? In which case, you could argue, that's not holich libur. In contrast to, if it's really not helpful, and I really don't need it, and it might actually be detrimental having too much water in this particular surface, then it sounds like there's a svara to say that's not, that is holich libur. Lamais, he concludes, 
Potentially, you could argue that even if it is squeezed out, it might not be an Iser Deraisa, because, and he quotes this earlier Machlokas of Rishonim, that when you're squeezing from anything that was not the source of that liquid, that's not considered a, at least an Iser Deraisa, because, and the Hezbra he brings, because it's not intended for that purpose. The Begit happens to get wet. Or in this case, the paper towel is getting wet. When you're squeezing water from the paper towel, you can't say the paper towel was made for this purpose. Now, to make the application to a baby wipe, their lechora, you could say, they were manufactured, right, in order to utilize for schita. Now, you have to determine if that's considered schita, but if it is, then you wouldn't have this particular kula. It is made for that purpose. Let's jump now. We'll conclude with the tshuva of the Minchas Asher. The Minchas Asher quotes from Shlomo Zaman Arabach and from the Shevet Halevi. And interestingly, initially they were both more inclined to be mekel regarding the question of baby wipes. And then later on, they were more inclined to be machmer. So the Minchas Asher writes, this is the uh, last paragraph here on page 6, Uma asa, but what can I do? I think the initial pshat, Lakula, was more correct. Now it's hard to say, if Lemaise of Shlomo Zalman's coming out the other direction, and Rav Ozdor's coming out the other direction, Okay, we'll have to analyze this. But he goes on to explain that the Vedikos Rabos Sherachti Heresi Ledas, the Meshimash Mekubal, the Migvonim Hamitsuyim Kayom Beshuk, Ein Schita Klal. I did a lot of research and analysis on the topic, speaking to people who are familiar with the production of baby wipes. And I came to the conclusion that the classic baby wipes that are sold nowadays, Ein Schita Klal. And he explains, Sibas hadavar he, mishum shemigvonim elam yutsrim beofen shahanozel tofeach alehem. They're manufactured in a way where the moisture is on the surface of the wipe, ve'eno nivla behem, and it, the moisture is not absorbed within them. Ki kol toeles migvonim ela he, shikamo muata shel hanozlim mefereshes mehem algabi haguf. The whole benefit of a baby wipe is that you don't have too much moisture coming out. You just have enough on the surface. If you had a, a soaking wet towel and you were to clean off a baby, then there would be a lot of moisture left on the baby and that would be detrimental. You get a rash. Let's go weiter right here on page 7. <coughs> But the research that I did, <coughs> I came to the, uh, the conclusion that if you take any baby wipe and you actually squeeze it, you will have real water that's absorbed in the material getting squeezed out. You can't deny that reality. And if theoretically, 
you were to fold it up and mamish try to clean off the child in, in a very uh, strong way, you have a concern of schita. If you're using a regular baby wipe and you're wiping gently or even in the normal way, there's not really a difference between the amount of liquid that's getting squeezed out. So he seems to be saying the same thing as Ramosha regarding this prat, that it's not a psikresha if it's used in its regular way. I, one of the three questions the Orcha Shabbos had on Ramosha was, how can you say it's not a psikresha, a nenu rose, that some of the water is coming out? <clears throat> so the way he explains it is, he, he quotes the Orcha Shabbos, who was bothered by this, the way he explains it is, as we were assuming, that a little bit of, of that liquid coming out, if it's not part of the intention, and it's not required, and that was the mashmos of the heart svi and the tzitzeliezer, that's considered holichli, but that's not a psikoration of schita. Schita is where you're having substantial liquid come out for the purpose of, of using that liquid, and that's your kavana in the schita process. He concludes here in the bottom of page 8. What's clear according to everyone is to mamish take a baby wipe and squeeze it onto the surface of a child or to take a wet paper towel and squeeze it onto the surface of a table. That's for sure, Asr. And that likely could be an Isr Dir Isa. Or even when wiping a child or using it for an adult, if one squeezes too hard and the kavana is to extract the absorbed liquid, that's also problematic. But if you're using it in its normal way, don't have to be concerned for schita. And when used as such, it would not be a psikresha, and it would not be considered being mechavin for the schita. His conclusion is, He says, I don't feel that one should be machmer if there's no real tzorich regarding something that is so incredibly helpful. Bifrat, b'mishpachos, merubos, yaladim, Right? If you have a large family and it makes the process of changing a diaper a lot easier. Why do we have to be machmir if there's not a real need on the righteous women and their children? And here he throws in something that we haven't even discussed. And there's a tshuva of the Minchas Yitzchak on this subject. When it comes to a child, generally we say they have the din of a chola she'ein bo sakana. Meaning that if, uh, if one of us, right, if we're not feeling well, or we have a rash, okay, we have a rash, we're not considered a chola. When you have a child who has a rash, lemaisa, it, it impacts them in a whole different way. So generally we have a claw, they're considered a chola she'ein bo sakana. Therefore what? He doesn't spell this out. 
But therefore what? When it comes to an Iser de Rabbanin, Kemavur and Shin Sif Zayin, we paskin that by Cholish Ein Bo Sakana, you're allowed to do a Malacha de Rabbanin, preferably Bishinui, and if you can't do it Bishinui, even in its normal way. So, if you view the Shail of a baby wipe as potentially a Shail of a Dirabanin, why would it be Dirabanin? Well, if you're not trying to get out the moisture, then you have Ramosha and Minchas Asher telling us that's not considered procuring the liquid, that's Holich Li'ibud. If it's Holich Li'ibud, according to the Benetam, it's not even Schitan, according to the Ri, it's Asr Midirabanin. If you're in that world, then you throw in this other factor that a cotton has the status of a cholishein bosikana, that would be more of a, more room to be mekel. That's the conclusion here of the minchas asher. Now, Lamais, the very, very last piece, the bottom number nine, he says that uh, Reb Neuwirth, who is the author of the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, he was made, and this is part of the Torah Shabal Peh. There's so much Torah Shabal Peh in these in Yandam and how to read that chupa from Rav Moshe. But here, uh, Rav Asher Weiss says that he had a conversation with the author of the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa. And he told me that Rishlom Zalman was more mekel um, later on in life. So it's really not... No, no, on this issue, on this issue. Later on in life, he became more mekel. You know what? Does Hashem really care? <laughs> so it's interesting just to kind of see this evolution. Initially, Rishlom Zalman was more mekel. And then Lemais in the later editions, you know, in the Maluim of the Shmir Shabbos, he was more machmir. And then according to the Minchas Usher, maybe later on, he went back to the Mishnah Rishona. I also heard this from a tremendous Torah scholar, one of the descendants of Rishlom Zalman, that he was knowing lahatir in the usage of baby wipes. Okay. It's hard to know how much to invest in these types of things because I've heard from many people, you know, the mice I was speaking to, you know, one of the, uh, the Einalach, whatever. It's hard to know what, what he really held in all cases. But then at the very end, he quotes from the Tshuva Sefer of the Bartenbaum, and that's Rabbi Mouskowitz from Queens. So there he says that in the Mishpacha, in the Feinstein Mishpacha, they Lemaise were knowing to, to use baby wipes based on their father, based on the tshuva that we saw. So it's interesting, I was schmoozing with Aaron Brody, and he told me that he had a conversation with Rabbi David Feinstein about this, and he was quoting Rabbi David, saying it really depends on the baby wipe. <laughs> so, but Lemaisa, let's just, let's just call it a day here with the following uh, sikum. It comes out that using anything that's really moist to wipe off a surface is not pashit. And if it can be avoided easily, then lechor it should be. So for example, cleaning off the Shabbos table. If there's no real difference in taking a moist paper towel to wipe off the table... Although you could argue if you do it gently and you don't need the water that's squeezed out, that could be mutter. But, right, you take the washing cup, you put some water in there, you spritz it on the table, then you take a, a larger towel or a hand towel, it's not going to get 
you know, totally uh, uh, absorbed with the water, and you wipe it off. If that's just as good. So why, why uh, get into the machlokas, right? Any situation where you can avoid it, it's better too. If Lemaisa one is giving himself or someone else an injection on Shabbos, and therefore obviously have to sterilize the surface, so we do have the tshuva of the tzitzeliezer, that if there's a, a better way of doing it, kol kavod. if not, taking an alcohol a little wipe and softly going on the skin, that would be okay. To squeeze it out the kavana should be avoided, but there's no need to squeeze it out the kavana. Cotton ball, if it's very moist, that sounds like it's very dangerous. That's mamish absorbent. If, if you just, so if, if it's not that moist, or let's say a Q-tip, right? It's, it's not as absorbent as a cotton ball. Those types of things, if you just dab it on, you're not trying to extract the absorbed liquid, there's a lot of room to be makele. When it comes to a baby wipe, halacha lemaisa. You know, I don't want to get too graphic here, right? But it depends really on what you're trying to clean and how long it's been there for. Halacha lemaisa. If lemaisa, you, you could do it. You could wipe off the child with a, with a, a, a little uh, baby wipe. That's moist enough that on the surface of the wipe, it's sufficient, and you don't need what may be squeezed out, then you have a lot of room to be mekel, like Tama Poskim, right? The Hart Svi would likely say that. Ramosha would say that. The Minchas Asher does say that. You have a lot to rely on. So wiping in the normal way, without mamish scrubbing balachats, if Lemaisa, it, it's, you know, let's say the child's been dirty now, all night, and it requires a real scrub, you've got to roll up your sleeves. So then, one should be careful, because Pashib Shad, you have to, to wipe with more vigor. In that case, it's Kedai to, to use a different method. It depends how much of a man you are, but theoretically, get your hands wet, you know, and do a little bit of an initial scrub. And then you already have moisture on the surface, then you could take a baby wipe or a paper towel, and it's a whole different shayla. But if you know you're going to have to scrub vigorously, then you really do have a shayla, because then you could argue you're being machavin for the schita. I mean, doesn't the Minimum Sasha specifically address that and say it's not an issue at all? He says, even, even trusting hard, the kavan is not for the water, but the kavan is just, that's how you are trying to see it. He says, that's a website. On page, on page seven? seven? Yeah. Well, he says, if you use it, nigov kal, or he says, be mishimash behen belachatz mesuyim. Lachatz mesuyim, right? Many in contrast to what he was saying previously, you mamish need, you know, the vigorous scrubbing, then there's more room to be careful. So, end of the day, it's not, a, it's not a push it yes or no. A lot depends on the baby wipe, and it's almost counterintuitive. If there's moisture on the surface, that's more of a reason it should be mutter. If there's not that much moisture on the surface of the wipe, so then it's more likely you're being machavin for schita, and that's problematic. And if you wipe so a little bit old and you pull the first one out, then you're... What's that? If you wipe so a little bit old, right. pull the first one out. So pull the first one out. You wouldn't use that one, because there you'd likely be machavin for schita. If you have a pack around, better to pull the first one or two out so you get to the moisture ones. And if even those are not moist, 
and, and you're concerned you might be mechaven for schita, put some, uh, some moisture on the baby. And then you're not mechaven for schita. Because you have enough moisture there. Question? What do you, um, it seems like the, the summary I mean, you always, in all of these situations, you always have an option if you, if you um, prepare properly before Shabbos for alcohol, for uh, cleaning your table, for cleaning your baby. You can always have a spritzer full of alcohol, full of water, whatever. And you can always spray that and use a, a dry paper towel to clean up after or tissue for a child. There's a, that's always an option if you prepare it properly. So I guess what's going through my head is, do I have to do that, or is it okay for me to do the baby wave? So, so I think the halacha lemaisa, and again, it's not it's not pushed, but I think the, the best reasonable mahalach would be if I could accomplish this goal in a very easy way without much tircha, knowing that I could avoid all halachic shilas, go for it. If lemaisa, I, I understand this background and I know the issues, and I'm using a baby wipe in a way where, according to many poskim, it's mutter, so then you don't have to be concerned. But understanding the parameters of where and when it's mutter, I think, is very, very kadai. Mm-hmm.